the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Oh, sorry. I'm just uh, snacking on a little snack here right before we do the Mess It Up Podcast. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mess It Up Podcast. I am your host, the Bowtie Guy. And I think I better say something quick while he swallows that bite. And I am Bev, listener at California, Bev. And uh, we're Listener glad- Bev in Ca- from yeah, California. Yeah, there you yeah. go. But she's yeah, yeah, now yeah, Listener yeah. Bev in well, Tennessee. We are sitting here in uh, uh, the, the living room of Bev's parents uh, in their house that they had. Uh, we recorded some shows here three years ago during we sure lockdown. We did some stuff right here at this very table with um uh tim and ashley joined us and did some other shows yeah. but uh we are here as you uh, if you listened to the show last week you know that <clears throat> bev's father passed away and um so we're here for a little while doing some stuff uh hopefully <laughs> we do some good stuff so i was snacking on some airport or airplane snacks there i i, I don't know why i thought it'd be funny i just thought well you know it's easter week Last supper, I get a little cracker, get a little communion. I got coffee and pretzels. Um, I thought it would be good. Maybe it was, maybe it uh, wasn't. I think it was good. <clears throat> Nobody thinks like you, Paul Pittman. Nobody. And that it might be a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> it, it might could be, be a very good be. thing. But it was fun. <clears throat> it was fun. Uh, I do want to welcome you to the show and tell you that we are uh, here to do the show and we are 100% listener supported. What that means is all the donations you make to Messed Up Ministries help support and keep this show running. They also help support us in our ministries with Messed Up Ministries in and out of the prisons, as well as helping to get our building, uh, the MUM building, refurbished and ready to go for usage to help out more and more people in the Ridgecrest area and to just keep on growing throughout this lovely planet that we've been given. Excuse me. So how can you help, you might ask? Uh, how can you help? Uh, thank you. Uh, it how is, can we help? It's just this easy. You can text the word MUM to 760-WALLS-CA, which winds up being 760-925-5722, which will get you to our text-to-give site and hook you up with all of the information you need to know. They're gonna ask you for uh, just some simple information. One of the things we ask you for is your address. People wanna know why. We wanna send you your tax deductible or tax deduction form for tax time next year because all of your donations are tax deductible. Now, one of the fancy things that I like about the show is the big word of the week. And Bev found me a winner this week. And, it's tough. I, I am I am struggling with my vision, people. I've got to get some new glasses, but so I'm trying to read this. But our word of the week this week is pareidolia. And what that means is um, trying to, a, a tendency to perceive something specific from a random pattern, like seeing a face in the clouds, or maybe if you think about a Rorschach test, or uh, how some people see the face of Jesus in a fingerprint, or on a potato chip or, you know, whatever. <laughs> this is pareidolia. <clears throat> How about the the man in the moon? The man in the moon. Yeah. That, that could be pareidolia. It could be. So pareidolia is our word of the week. And if you can use that word of the week in your sentences this week, you get 10 points every time you use it. Folks, that is one point per letter in the word pareidolia. So uh, go with God 
use that word, enjoy it, walk around the country and spread good thoughts. Um, something I want to tell you about the show also is how to get a hold of us. Uh, we've got an email address. The email address is bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. We've got a phone, which happens to be my phone, that I use when I make phone calls or answer texts, and that's how you can get a hold of me. My phone number, my personal phone number. Here it is, people. Are you ready? It's not like it's a secret. It's 760-608-1942. That'll get you right here to the Bowtie Guy. I will answer your texts. I will answer your phone calls. We can chop it up do whatever we need to do. So thanks for being around. Thanks for using that. Don't forget that word of the week. Don't forget to text the word mom to 760-WALLS-CA-925-5722. I think that's all we have for the upfront stuff. I think that's it. Excuse me. I took a a sip and didn't tell Bev. I I thought this idea of of chomping on a pretzel at the beginning of the show would be great. Now I got pretzels stuck in my teeth. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm talking super fast, mm-hmm. so I'm going to try to slow it down. I'm going to try to give you a chance to talk. I'm going to try to be reasonable. Okay. Now, um, it is um, uh, because your father passed this week is why we're here in Tennessee. And as we're recording this, this is Monday night. And as we record this, uh, Wayne passed away just yesterday. He passed away on Sunday morning. Palm Sunday. It was a uh, kind of a beautiful thing, but we're all walking around and we're not sobbing, crying. We're not, you know, moping. Most of us are walking around with smiles on our faces and joy in our hearts. And I, I didn't always understand that with people. And I've seen people who have had loved ones pass and they have this joy. And I'm like, why are you so mm-hmm. joyful? But we've been able to find joy in something that is sad. I mean, we've shed tears. It's not like we're, you know, cracking open champagne bottles or anything like that. And it's not, our joy isn't because we're happy to see. It's not, you know, ding dong, the witch is dead. I mean, Wayne was a wonderful man. He was the patriarch. He was, as Bev said, you know, the the man that everyone wanted as a dad. When, when, you know, her dad was, everybody wanted to have her dad. And our grandkids, everybody wanted to have them as their grandpa. So he was a great, great and wonderful man. But we've been able to find joy in this because we have a better hope. Yes, we do. And we're able to know that, that this is a good thing for Wayne. It's a sad thing for us. We don't get to be with him anymore uh, for now on this side of the dirt, but we do know that he gets to be with his bride of 73 73 years years, Mm -hmm. um, again. And and she preceded him three years almost to the day. She passed away on the 31st of March and Wayne passed away on the 2nd of April. So they bookended April Fool's Day, which is our anniversary, uh, and um, are are able to be reunited again. I was talking to my mother today on the phone and I said that, and she said, well, um, I hope that they'll get to be together again. I hope that that's true. And it indicates to me that she doesn't have that assurance, that blessed assurance, as the old hymn goes, about her future. And I know as her life is winding down, she is about to turn 89 on Easter Sunday. She just had a couple days before we left to come out here. She had a stroke 
and pneumonia, really bad infection in her body and, and has been hospitalized for a couple of weeks now trying to get better. And she doesn't have this understanding, this knowledge of what happens after. And she's curious about it. She asked me. Mm-hmm. She has friends who ask. And Bev, why, why do you have this hope? Why, why, why are you not walking around sobbing? Um, that's a, that's a really broad question. I was thinking as you were talking, uh, one of the things that makes a difference for me is that, um, it was daddy's wish that everything in life be filled with joy, everything. And so it feels like it honors him to find joy and peace in the middle of this. But the other thing that I was thinking is because my dad taught me from a very, very early age that we don't have the mind of God and we don't have to understand God, Mm -hmm. but we can trust God because God is good. God is good. Mm -hmm. Even Jesus said there's no one good but God. And uh, if God is that good and we put our trust and faith in him, it means only good can come out of it. So now getting your emotions to match up with that is sometimes a little bit hard. Sure. And we all go through that. There's, there's nothing, nothing that says that's not the way it goes when somebody passes away. But, um, yeah, I just think having trust in someone bigger than us, that is the one that designed life and built us all from the ground up and uh, made promises to us over and over and over that we would be together with him someday yeah. is enough for me. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking as we were coming into doing this show, trying to uh, come up with a, a show topic. And, and let me tell you, people, I have a, a spreadsheet that's got topics. It's got words of the week. It's got songs of the week on it. And I'm out. <laughs> I, I, am, I am out. We, we're scraping the jar. Uh, the knife is clicking around. I've got... Uh, two or three more titles or topics here um, and two more songs after this week. But other than that, I, I got nothing. I'm out of words of the week. I, I need your help. Text me at the 760-608-1942 or email bowtie at bowtieguy@messituppodcast.com so we can get these things filled up. Please, 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 please. I need those. And if you're listening to this later, maybe, maybe you're like my friend Kimberly. And Kimberly is probably going to listen to this. This show comes out on April 4th, 2023. My guess is that Kimberly will hear this show sometime around, I'm going to say uh, late 2024. I think she's she's, she's more than a year behind and uh, she'll get there. So Kimberly, when you hear this, shoot me a text. Let me know. Hey, I just heard that Easter show. Uh, But um, we... We need to have, um, you know, the topics. And, and I came up with this topic of, of what do we do? You know, how do we get beyond hurt? How do we find good in the bad things? And, and that's what we're really trying to look at here is, is finding the good in the bad, weeding through everything and pulling out those nuggets of good to make it so we can go on. Um, and you know, I just want to say, and I didn't talk this over with you, Paul, before we started doing this, but I just want to say, if you're walking through that period of life right now, maybe you've lost a loved one or, uh, you have a child that's, you know, their life is, is not great or whatever. 
I don't want to be smug. Um, I don't want to be condescending or uh, in any way have you think that um, I've arrived or I've achieved it all or anything like that. You know, we have to be true to ourselves and faithful to ourselves in how we're feeling, expressing Mm -hmm. our emotions. And not everybody, and and certainly not me every day either. I I mean, this has beat me up a lot too, physically. Um, We all have our way of grieving. And um, you're not going to wake up the next morning after something happens like this and then just feel this tremendous joy and like there's flowers blooming and birds are singing and, you know, so I just want you to know that we're sympathetic to that and we, we mm-hmm. understand. Yeah, that's a great so, point. So if you're not walking in that joy right now, don't don't feel like we're targeting you or picking on you. Okay? Right. And uh, that is a really, uh, a really solid point because I know that sometimes I'll just be, you know, hit with melancholy mm-hmm. feeling and, and, and can't necessarily understand why I put my finger on it. Um, one of the things that's that's interesting is the last two times I've been out here to Tennessee have been um, to see one of your parents through to heaven. Yeah. And like we mentioned, they, they bookended our anniversary. So uh, we just celebrated our 28th anniversary on April Fool's Day. And three years ago when your mom passed, she passed. And then the next day is our 25th anniversary. Now, I had been looking forward to 25th, you know, our silver anniversary. And we spent it not only (laughs) dealing with the loss of a, besides my wife and my daughters, my favorite person I've ever met was probably Bev's mom. I just adored that woman with so much of my heart. I just loved her dearly. And losing her right before the anniversary, you know, kind of put a damper on the 25th anniversary that I'd been looking forward to for about 25 years. And then on top of that, if you notice the date, it was April 1st, 2020. So we were right at the beginning of the great lockdown of COVID. And so we couldn't even go out to dinner. (laughs) You know, we, we went and got chick-fil-a for lunch drove through the drive-thru which wrapped around the building we did an entire lap of the building getting to the drive-thru line and then we had uh, turkey burgers on the patio i'm sorry we're here in tennessee it's a porch we had taco uh, turkey burgers on the porch for dinner um for our 25th anniversary and the thing is it didn't make me love my wife any less or make Mm. her love me any less And it, it helped me to realize that these days are just days. Now, if you know me, you know I love my birthday. I love specific days. I'm extremely sentimental. I can get sentimental about anything. In in the Friends episode, when Rachel talks about the things that she keeps and she yes. brings out the you know, eggshell, I'm yeah. like, I get you. I get that because that's me. And, um, you know... Bev and I still haven't had a chance to go out for our anniversary dinner and and that's okay because we're finding ways to just find joy and we'll get there. We'll, we'll have our anniversary dinner. Yeah, we will. But, um, other things are more important than a dinner and, um, the life that we live with our family is the most important thing that we can have. Just that joy. And and nothing gives me as much joy as I remember so many times being with my wife. I don't I don't remember all the meals I've eaten. 
No. But but I remember, you know, the times that I've been able to just celebrate and, and look into my wife's eyes and say, you know, this is this is good. So um, so we do find ways to make good in a, a difficult situation. Um, what I want to do, because I think that I might have said enough about that, is I want to throw it to our song of the week, which happens to be chosen by Bev, listener Bev from California in Tennessee. And the song is Brandon Heath's song called That's Enough. And I think that's enough for what I've done so far. So I'm going to give you about 90 seconds of That's Enough. Come back on the other side. We'll talk about that. Talk a little bit about some other things and send you into your Easter week. So here's Brandon Heath with That's Enough. Sorry, that was a weird way to say it. Here's Brandon Heath with That's Enough. I am here. I am loved. God is good. And that's enough. Brandon Heath. I, I love Brandon Heath. I remember hearing Brandon Heath way back uh, in the early 2000s and just uh, really, really loving his feel, his sound, and his vibe. And uh, so this was a good one to uh, to listen to. Uh, Bev, you brought the song, so t- tell me what, what, what stood out to you in this. I love this line that says, sometimes I don't know where I'm going. It's hard to admit where I've been. When I come to the end of myself, this is where I begin again. Again, that's the line yeah. I had highlighted. Yeah. Yes, again. Sorry, I stole No, yours. no, that's okay. I've got um, others. What I was thinking was, in times like this, just like what I'm walking through today uh, with the loss of my dad, um, for the most part, what doesn't scare me in a day is when I have all the answers. Want to know where things are going. Want to know the day is predictable. When I've got it all planned out, and it feel like I'm just uh, walking in steps that I walk in every day. But it's a day like today when something happens in my life that interrupts that feeling of being in control. Uh, that I begin to lose my confidence and my trust, and so I'm thinking to myself, all right. What do I do when I feel like that? Well, like I said earlier, there is one who knows exactly where I'm going, who knows where I've been, uh, who knows that 
I can turn to them uh, to give me a brand new beginning again. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's God. Uh, and really, because I think probably 99% of us on the planet really are people who want to control the situations and the circumstances and people around us, which I am one of those people, uh, when life throws us something like this, like the death of a loved one or um, somebody being sick or losing a job or, or whatever that happens in life, um, there is someone that we can always go to. Yes. And uh, even when we don't have the answers, we can be okay to be not okay yeah. because um, we know he holds the answers and the tomorrow now. Is that enough? Sometimes it doesn't feel like it is. Um, sometimes it feels like my life is spinning out of control. But if I can take the time long enough to pull myself out of the the pity or the um, feeling sorry for myself or whatever and spend time alone with the Lord, it seems like it, it gets me centered again. The idea of what's enough and what do I need is, is a, a thing that I've struggled with a mm-hmm. lot yeah. in my life. Um, you know, I, I want uh, that whole tub of ice cream. I don't need any of it. You know, I can get by on very few calories a day, but I tend to have more than I need to have. And, um, that's a really good reminder. And, and that, that line, that word again mm-hmm. stuck out to me, which, makes me think a little bit about uh, the new book, uh, Finding Your Ing, that I, I'm in the final processes. It should be out. Um, hopefully by the time the next show comes out, I'm going to be ready to publish. But that it keeps happening and we can keep right. getting that renewing and yes. that, that here I am, this is where I begin again. I can always start over. I carry my blue chip in my <laughs> pocket because I can always start over. And as you go down on that that list, the, the next song that or line that I had underlined is in uh, what might be a pre-course or something. It's you might be holding your baby. You might be holding a drink. You might be holding a secret that's getting harder to keep. Mm. And we deal in recovery so much with these secrets. And, and we say, and you've probably heard me say it on this show, you know, we're only as sick as our secrets. And I, I have a, a very dear friend of mine who is struggling with holding that drink and they find themselves here again. Mm. And I just, you know, this song offers hope to me in that situation. And, and while we were listening to it and taking our break, I, I sent this song to that person um, because it's, it's such a powerful and simple reminder and, and like you said, Bev, that idea of having what I need, not what I want. Mm-hmm. I want so much more than I need. But if I go with what God gives me that I need, he's got so much more than I could ever want. I just, it's in a different direction. Right, right. What God wants for me is not always in the same direction of what I want for myself. God doesn't live in the freezer where the ice cream tub is. God lives, <laughs> you know way beyond that right. so much more for me i know one of the questions in our step study books for celebrate recovery asks you know is loneliness a choice 
And I used to struggle with that question. And I feel like for me, the answer to that question is, yes, it is. Because um, God has promised me that I'm never alone. And yet sometimes I choose to be alone. When I'm there, it's a dangerous place for me. I feel like I'm doing things without God's knowledge. I feel like I'm doing things without God's help. I feel like I'm doing things without God's uh, approval. Um, And that is where I can keep secrets and just be alone with myself. But that's also a place of pity and um, I'm not at my very best. Mm. Um, So before we, when you tell me what the the topic was for today, um, I looked up real quickly um, on the internet and I looked up 10 ways to keep hope alive in hard times. I'd love to give you who this is from, but I have no idea. It just says showing results for finding hope. So, but let me, do you mind if I read these 10 little? You know what, Bev? I have invited you to be on the show and you are my wife of 28 years. I am not here Okay. in front of all these people, in front of our internet family, in front of the listeners of the Mess It Up podcast. I'm not here to be an idiot and say no. Okay. So I'm going to say, all right. Go for it. Well, they're good. They really are good. Number one is express your feelings. Oh. So you were you were reading. You. I love you too. You were reading um, uh, something about secrets. Sometimes I'm holding a secret. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so express your feelings. Say out loud. You don't have to scream it to the world, but say it to somebody. You know. I was feeling that when my dad was in these last four days, where it just seemed like things were not moving along for him, and he was just stuck in that place between heaven and and uh, earth and it felt good to just say to my sister wow you know i don't know why this is hanging on so long i feel like it should be moving along you know and she expressed the same thing to me and then it was like oh at least we both feel the same way you know um the second one is look for hope in unexpected places um I love it when things are not going great for me. And Paul, you'll go to your phone and bring up a picture of one of our grandkids. Mm. And it doesn't matter which one it is, because we got a lot of them. They're and it'll just goofy. make me smile, yeah. you know. And it's just uh, finding hope in an unexpected place. Mm-hmm. And that's just great. Another one is cultivate optimism. Trying to will yourself into a place of being optimistic mm-hmm. um, and we know we can allow god to renew our minds yes and in the renewing of our minds he helps us to cultivate optimism um, practice gratitude that one is always the thing i forget to do when i'm feeling down and then it comes to me and it's like oh my gosh i need to be thankful for this i need to be thankful for that i love that because that's what happens to me when i go into the prison Mm. all the rest of the way home i'm thinking thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord um look at the possibilities in your life not the limitations that's a great one um go outside to look at nature i know we just got back from being in hawaii just a couple weeks ago and man what a beautiful place and everybody says that you can swing it go to hawaii yeah yeah Tell everybody, you know what? I'm just, I'm feeling down today. Will you buy a ticket for me to go to We're Hawaii? Going to Hawaii. <laughs> Aloha. The next one is do a random act of kindness. That's so powerful. It that is really powerful. Is. Doing something for somebody that doesn't expect it. Mm-mm. It just. Uh, we were we were coming into a, a restaurant today. We were going out to eat with uh, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law, and. Uh, there were two doors to the restaurant and my brother-in-law held the first door 
and uh, we went through. So I grabbed the second door and there was another gentleman who was outside talking on his phone and um, my brother-in-law hadn't held the door for him, but I went ahead and held the door and he's like, thanks, man. And he gave me a little fist bump, even though he's on the phone, Aww. gave me a little fist pump and, and, and you know, said thank you. And, and I was just like, yeah, that's all it took was just yeah. to, to open a door for a fella that sure. I didn't know. Sure, sure. Um, and the last one is take some time for self-care. Mm. Um, I know that ever since this happened yesterday, uh, Kay, my sister and I, have been exhausted. It feels like all we want to do is sleep, just curl up in a chair and just rest and not do anything where we have to think hard. And I think the voice of wisdom says, do that. The self-care yeah. is so difficult, especially when we're dealing with um, loved ones who are, are sick or hurting or mm-hmm. ailing. Uh, you know, my, we, we left California with my mother in the mm. hospital to come to, uh, you know, your father in uh, the bed preparing to die. Mm. And it's difficult to want to take some time for yourself because it feels to me, uh, let me, let me get rid of you. I feel guilt about, well, I won't have this time in the future. So I'm just going to go ahead and take this time now. Let me tell you people, we got here, we flew in on a uh, Tuesday afternoon and yeah we left on a Tuesday afternoon and um, we said um, when we get there we we're hoping that he'll still be you know alive so we can say our goodbyes and then he he held on until Sunday morning at about you know somewhere between 5 and 6 a.m. and we can't stay awake that long you, know, yeah, you, you yeah. just, you've got to take care of yourself and, and, um, that self-care is so, so critical, uh, in this because otherwise you just wind up drowning. If, if, if you see a person a mile offshore and you're going to save them and you don't hop in a boat to drive out there, you decide you're going to swim, you're going to drown before you get there to help them. And, and that doesn't do any good. So if, if you're feeling down, yeah, take some time for self-care, whatever that happens to look like it's healthy, um, you know, do that thing. Not everybody has a wonderful husband like you, Paul, and that was... I the... don't. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he just... I'll brag on him for a second because uh, my sister and I were just tired. And uh, my sister's been caring for my dad really basically for the last three years. Mm-hmm. And um, so she spent countless, un, you know, unselfish hours doing that. Well, Paul took all the night shifts and was up all night for two or three nights in a row. And um, I know everybody can't do that. Uh, he's an unusually wonderful person, but um, still, find a way to to find a little bit of time to take care of yourself. Yeah. So. And I would just like to say to all the people who have offered feedback on the show, and, and I invite the feedback, please send me, you know, at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com, phone number 760 one nine four two. Send me feedback, but the hands down, the most common feedback I get is, "Bowtie guy, dude, let your guest talk." <laughs> I just want you people to notice how long I let Bev talk about how wonderful I was. Didn't yeah. interrupt. Let her roll with it. I'm doing better. <laughs> I'll do more of that love, if you want me to. Love to hear. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, we were talking about this, you know, finding the good and bad things, and one of the things that always baffled me as a child during Easter week was Good Friday. Yeah. Good Friday. What's Good Friday? Well, Good Friday is the day that Jesus died. Oh, oh, Jesus died. Okay. How did that happen? Well, you see, it was horrible. 
they beat him and tortured him and humiliated him and were horrible to him. And then they took big nails and nailed him up on a cross and hung him up until he choked to death and died. That's good. Good Friday. I didn't get it. No, I didn't either. And the whole idea of the Good Friday makes so much more sense to me now because it's like, this is what he did for my good. He paid the price for my good. He was in the gym so that I could get healthy. He was dieting so that I could get healthy. He was exercising so that I didn't have to do all this stuff. It's like those magic pills if you play games on the internet and they say, you know, just take these gummies and you can lose all this weight and have no skin flaps or any flab or anything. You know, it's just magic and it works. Jesus works. He's not the fake skin flap lie that you see. It's Jesus is for real. Yeah, it's uh, pretty incredible to me that um, this week leading up to uh, Easter Sunday brings so much perspective of um, when I start to think that I'm pretty good, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm pretty worthy. I, you know, I'm a good person. Uh, I love Jesus. And then I start looking at what happened to Jesus during this week and just, <laughs> and just what was even going on in his mind I mean, yeah. and the aloneness that he experienced and the, um, the disappointment and the heartache and the rejection that he received from not only the, you know, the Roman guards and the Jewish people, but from his followers, his disciples, I think, oh my gosh, I have nothing to whine about, nothing to complain about. Um, And it just enhances and focuses on his incredible love for me. And how can that not be returned without great thanks and incredible love back to him? Yeah. I, I just, I owe him so much so much yeah. and to think that my dad is with him how can you not rejoice <laughs> about that together with your mom yes yes yeah it's good to think about i mean and if you don't have that hope um keep asking questions god will make sure they get answered you know ask him ask him he he says if we ask questions of him he'll he'll supply the the guidance and the strength to show us where we need to walk and yes. what's the next step. And it may not drop it in front of you like a, uh, you know, like a roadmap or anything like that, but I guarantee you he won't disappoint. If it we're hasn't... asking questions and we want to know the answers, yeah. he'll bring us to the right answers. Even if they don't answer the questions that we are asking, he'll bring us to the important parts. Yes, yes. And, yeah. and, even though they might not be the answer I'm looking for. Right. So often in life, right. I'm looking for an answer. Uh, the other night, um, while we were uh, just you know sitting and, and, and waiting and keeping company, uh, some of the nephews came over and they were listening to, uh, they're watching the, the news, a talk show on the news, you know, an opinion news show. And I asked them, I said, guys, honestly, have, have you ever had your mind changed? by one of these guys. And nobody said that they had. Not one of them said, yeah, I've, I've had my mind changed. I said, why are we spending all this time just listening and, and tickling our own ears, yeah. hearing the things that we want to hear? And and that's what I do so often with, with God is I'm listening for what I want to hear. Hey God, uh, I'd really like to have this thing. And 
Mm-hmm. It's not what it's about. Yeah, it's I think it all goes about. back to the podcast we did about a month ago about whether Jesus is our Savior versus mm-hmm. Jesus is our um, our uh, our Lord. Yeah, Lord. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah, that was uh, yeah. that show uh, two fifty eight. If you're looking for that one, people. So um, uh, there you go. Well, well, you know, I wanted to say too, find find laughter, find smiles. Um, if you don't have a family that can jump in there with you. Um, find a family somewhere. Yeah, you know whether it's a church family, whether it's a neighborhood family, whether it's um, a good friend family, whether it's a celebrate recovery family, uh, whatever. Yes, yeah, your forever family. I mean, you yeah. bet. And you know we even find that working in the prisons, that the inmates become family mm-hmm. uh, when they have the opportunity. Just. Just don't isolate and insulate because uh, somebody's got their hand out there reaching out for you and will love on you and provide the strength for you. And if you can't find that person, lean on Jesus. Yeah. He, he'll be your forever family for sure. Yeah, it's um, it's a truly amazing walk when you walk with, with Christ. Amen. And. Amen. I, I can only echo what Bev said is, uh, you know, leaning on people. And, and we found in our lives that the people we spend the most time with and are getting the closest to are those people in our forever family that we have come to know and love despite their faults, maybe even because of their faults right. through recovery ministries and Celebrate Recovery. So you can check out Celebrate Recovery. You can find it if you go on Google, just type in um, Celebrate Recovery Group Locator. You can find one near you, um, hopefully, and um, and just dive into that. So uh, thanks. Well, it's it's Easter week, Bev. It's, it's Easter coming up on Sunday. Yes. The resurrection of the Lord, the reason that Good Friday was good is because um, because he loved us that much. That's right. So we're going to uh, gonna leave it at this and going to wish you all just the most blessed Easter that you can have. Use that word of the week at Easter dinner. If you're getting together with families, <laughs> um, you can use that word of the week, which is uh, paraidolia. Pareidolia. Pareidolia. There you go. Maybe you can find it in the Easter eggs that you die. That would be great. Maybe you can yeah. find cool pictures in found. there. Yes. Uh, you can also um, join us if you're looking to do a little Easter gift and you want to gift us um, with uh, a blessing. Text the word mom to 760 Walls CA. That's 925 5722. And uh, all your gifts are tax deductible. You can email me, bowtie guy at mess it up podcast.com, or you can call or text me at 760 760- Six zero eight one nine four two, people. I am so blessed to have you here. Uh, I've got some shows lined up to do while I'm in Tennessee. We're going to be talking to Lowry um, about his music and uh, some things that we did together. We joined our ministries up together and did some hope events right before we left in California. So um, he'll be on shortly, and hopefully, I'm going to be getting another musical guest that uh, I don't want to talk about too much just because it hasn't happened yet so i don't want to i don't want to push that boat out before we get on the boat um but we're going to be doing some some shows here while we're here and and just keeping things going next week is five years people oh my god five year anniversary show wow uh, so uh once again if you've got any memories or anything like that that you want to share would love to hear about that uh for our five-year anniversary show 
and uh, we'll just keep things rolling. Uh, so another week down, uh, 262 shows in and still kicking and, and, and going strong. And we're going to see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.